0: Welcome to True Freedom, a new podcast for you. If you're searching, longing, if you know there is something more you need in life, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm your host Richard Stokes and our guide for this podcast is Bodie Aldridge, coach, author, teacher and great friend of mine. Each week we'll explore a topic and a theme that is likely to matter to you. I'll be putting some questions to Bodhi and he'll share his profound wisdom around those areas. The idea is that you can take that wisdom and see how it feels to you. Sit with it, ponder it, live with it for a bit and maybe do something with it. This is our invitation to you. So this will be our territory and we're going to invite you to come and play. We want to hear from you, your thoughts and questions more on how you can get involved will be coming up as we get into the conversation one early ask of you though as this is a new podcast we'd really love that you rate and review the true freedom podcast on apple podcasts especially uh as it's new and the more love you can give it early means more people will be able to get a chance to hear from bodhi and that wisdom that i promised you Now this first episode is intended to be something of an overview of true freedom. You're probably asking yourself right now, what is that exactly? And that's what we're gonna dive into right now. And we'll give you a chance um, to get a sense of some of the topic areas and the themes that we're gonna go deeper on across the nine to 10 episodes that we intend to do in this inaugural series of the True Freedom podcast. So without any further ado, I wanted to say hello to Bodhi. How are you doing, Bodie?
1: I'm um, well. Thanks, Rich. Thanks so much for the lovely intro. And excited and a little bit nervous about being here on our first one.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is a bit, isn't it? I've got that nice sort of like a bit of nervous, nervous energy going on. And we'll be talking about energy, I know, uh, a lot as we as we go through this. So I thought just to give people a sense of why why are we here? Why have we decided to create the true freedom podcast?
1: Yeah, yeah, beautiful question. Um, I guess the journey, Rich, uh, that I've been on and you and I have been on for some time is very much what I would describe as the hero's journey. And the aim here for us men is to really have a map and some tools on how to navigate what it is to be a man How do we navigate the hero's journey? How do we understand masculinity, feminine energy? And so with that background, what I've studied, experienced and learned for myself um, over the past many, many years is that the essential driver for the masculine, yeah, and we'll talk in these shows about the masculine and feminine Mm -hmm. um, is freedom, is true freedom. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. Yeah, it comes from the inside out. And so the idea with this podcast series was to really explore this fundamental topic for men is what is freedom? How do I experience freedom and how do I meet my world, my marriage, parenting, my leadership, my business, my relationship with money yeah, to really come from the inside out, from this place of freedom within?
0: mm. Beautiful. So what I'm getting this sense of is that through this, this key driver, say, so the, the the desire for freedom, for true freedom, I'm going to get into exactly what that is, because we may have some uh, misconceptions, I think, about what that that term can mean. But by following that driver, following that energy, we're going to cover a lot of areas I talked about topics and themes in the intro that
1: really matter to people. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, just a short definition around freedom. Mm. There's a couple of ways you can look at freedom. Yeah, one way to look at freedom is freedom from something. So when we look at freedom from, yeah, essentially, we're looking from freedom from suffering. Mm. And suffering, essentially, is the way we suffer as men, comes from our mental constructs, our thinking mind. A lot of us are imprisoned in our mind, our thoughts, our negative thinking, the stories we make up, the projections we have. yeah we also can get trapped yeah. in our emotional body. We can get trapped with inability to deal with our emotions. we can get triggered often. we can live on a roller coaster. yeah and also our intuitive access to our life force, access to our intuitive body. And so, what these tools and processes allow you and this awareness will allow you is to be free from these sufferings Mm. freedom from the other way you can look at freedom is that freedom is our innate state it's our true nature if you think about our natural state if you really deconstruct all of the conditioning all of the stories yeah and really come back down to your essence you are free our essence is always free yeah and what occurs is then freedom becomes a context from within you can live your life yeah now obviously there are certain people who physically may not be free yet you know the great example of nelson mandela you know the freedom walk that he took Mm. Yeah, from the inside out. Yeah, for most of us, most of our listeners, yeah, physically we're free, we're free to make choices, yet we don't live our life through that context, through that lens. Yeah, we're not really embodying the possibility that I am free in each moment to make a choice. And so when you start to explore and look at the world that way, yeah, then you start to get to the beautiful nuances of what true freedom really is
0: yeah well i you know straight away i find that very profound and highly relatable you know when you're talking about that sort of a sense of a suffering um on whatever level that can be by the way um and certainly triggers um i find myself you know i run my own business i have a young family a lot of demands on me uh i find myself triggered uh fairly regularly. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners can probably <laughs> relate to that as well. So, you know, and then and then you sort of move when you when you talk about the the, the S in our essence we are free. And then you use that amazing word choice. But mm-hmm. we have this choice to be free rather than sort of this pushing away from to be from uh something which is creating that sort of suffering. So in right in there I found a lot of um uh, a lot of material, a lot of a lot of lights <laughs> on for me. So a lot of us to to, to get into, and as I to say, hopefully for, for for listeners too. Just just on that, um, you've you've talked about men and and masculine energy quite a lot just in the intro. I just wanted to just get some clarity. Maybe there is this podcast. Is it only for men? What's what's the what's your intention there?
1: Yeah, I mean, if if I look at my work, yeah, so I work predominantly with men yeah and typically it's men in their early 40s to mid 50s yeah married mortgage business children yeah yeah uh, and that's been my that's been my journey how do I navigate mm-hmm. that as a man yeah what are the teachers that I use what are the learnings that I have so that's predominantly who I work with and who this message is for. Yet, as you know, um, I work with women as well, and women are very interested in understanding the masculine energy, the feminine energy. Obviously, working with men, I work with couples as well, uh, because this plays out in their relationships. And I've also done lots of rites of passage work with younger men, you know, men in high school, uh, men in their 20s. Yet, really, if we were to distill this, this is, Predominantly, yeah, you know, the hero's journey for men hmm. you know, who are in that demographic.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so this is coming from the context of your, as your personal experience. There's an awful lot of your professional experience that's driving a lot of this thinking, the teaching, the wisdom that that you've developed, uh, that's that's brought us to here, to, to to true freedom.
1: Yeah, and my mantra. Yeah, having turned sixty-one this year and having me married my friend looking good for it, good years. For it. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah thank you <laughs> uh four children 10 grandchildren uh you know my mantra is don't die with the music in you mm. and so for me i've got a few more gigs to play yeah i mm. i want to share this yeah you know, i want to share this for myself i want to share this for men their marriages their parenting their leadership, you know, I work a lot with leaders, whether they're business owners or in corporate and really coming from a different space as a leader. So again, that's part of the why, why we're here, why the podcast is here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose quick, quick testimonial for everybody who's listening in here. I I said that Bodhi and I have a a relationship that stretches back around four years now where he came as a guest onto my uh, other podcast, the Mojo podcast. And we had a great conversation and formed a relationship then. And we've been working with each other ever since, um, as, as both as my coach and as my teacher and and as my friend, and I can, I know I can see a difference in me in that time in terms of how I've developed in terms of, I said, I talked about, you know, getting, getting triggered that can still happen. Um, you know, I have a, a a three-year-old and a three month old, um, However, I know I'm in much better position to, going back to what you said at the beginning, the map and the tools I have for my life are much, much more in place than ever before. Um, And that's what we're really trying to gift to everybody listening, I think, with the True Freedom podcast, is is if if you want to commit, if you want to find change, if you want to enjoy your life to its fullest potential, there's some great stuff in here. That I think it's gonna I think it's gonna help and lots of opportunities by the way to get involved in other things that Bodie's doing that Bodhi and I are doing together and we'll talk about those as as they are relevant things like um, retreats other programs one-to-one coaching that sort of thing um, but just to say this stuff really does work would be my would be my <laughs> would be my would be my, would be my summary um so what what what's what themes then are around the area of true freedom and you, and thank you for that very clear definition of, of of what true freedom is. What are the themes you think we'll alight on then, Bodie, as we as this series unfurls? And I think it'll be a very natural evolution actually as as we go on. But what are the things that you've you've got in your mind that you know that listeners are going to find important? For you know, going back to those map and tools.
1: Yeah, I guess the overall context. Um, so, as men, and certainly my journey, uh, I, in traditional wisdom, uh, I would be considered a householder. I'm not a monk. I'm not an ascetic. I'm not sitting in a in a monastery or sitting in a cave. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a different journey. Yeah, and each of us come with a different dharma. And so, as a householder, when I really look at the uh, the map, the responsibilities, the journey. It really is my relationships as a householder with the external world. And so my primary relationships with my beloved, most of your listeners have made a commitment to other. Mm -hmm. And that's a big part of being a householder. How do I keep my intimate relationship juicy? How do I keep the fire? How do I learn what the feminine and masculine energy are all about? You yeah, how do I keep my my masculinity charged up? And then again, for a lot of the listeners, the one of the other key relationships is our parenting. My relationship with my children. Yeah? What is that relationship all about? What is parenting from the inside out about? As opposed to some of the traditional models, again, which haven't been taught. And for a lot of us, certainly myself, you know, my, my parents separated when I was seven. And mm-hmm. I didn't have a close relationship with my father for many, many years. Right. And so for me, navig- navigating this was, was part of the journey. Yeah. Um, as a householder, obviously our relationship with our career, with our purpose is important. And you and I have done a podcast around purpose uh, for any of the listeners through the Mojo podcast because as men, yeah. you know, our purpose, our dharma is so important from the inside out. We then lean into, you know, one of what I noticed having worked with so many men rich and so many couples, yeah, is the money stuff. Our relationship with money. What is money? How does money fit in? Yeah. And so again, this is a primary relationship. We have a relationship with money. What's your relationship like? Yeah, Do you come from scarcity or abundance? Do you come from resistance or flow? So we're going to lean into that. Absolutely. Um, in the leadership space, obviously, then, whether you're a leader in um, a corporate or whether you run your own business, there's a whole world of relational skills, communication skills, leadership skills, which are important for you to, again, either progress your career or build your business. And so that's going to be an area that's very important on the householder's journey. And one of the other key ones is our relationship with ourselves. Like, we've got to nurture ourselves. We've got to fill our own cup. Yeah. And we Mm -hmm. do that, whether it's through what we need as men with nature, with passion, with, you know, our expression in the world, what we do in our primary friendships with other men, our relationships that nurture us, yeah, that energize us. And again, it's often lost, particularly on this journey. And I'll talk more about my journey in this series. Yet, you know, for me, it wasn't until my late 20s when I went into a nature retreat that I really reconnected with myself Mm. because the trajectory was, you know, you go to school, I got good marks. Mum said, go and become a lawyer. You become a lawyer, you get married, you have children, you have a mortgage, you're in a legal practice. And suddenly, oh, I forgot about myself. Not in a selfish way, but in a nurturing way. Mm. And so, does that give you a flavour of the different aspects as a householder?
0: So many, and anyone who's watching, maybe this on 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 YouTube on video, will see me nodding away. <laughs> yep, that's that's <laughs> my life right there. <laughs> give me the map to that; <laughs> I'll be very grateful. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but yeah, you know, there's there's you know so many areas there that I think people are going to really relate to and have real curiosity around and and here's the thing for everyone listening we, we want to hear your questions your um your curiosity around these areas so you know as bernie's talked to whether it be about relationship parenting career purpose money leadership developing self anything that comes to you on that we're very happy to try and tackle it right as, as the series progresses so you can get in touch um via the website which is uh truefreedom.com uh and leave us a message there or one of the email addresses we'll have on the on the show notes and we really really want this to be a very interactive experience for people we really want to hear from you and your and your questions and your 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 wanderings um because as you said buddy I think a lot of this area this is not stuff that is taught to us this often comes through uh, having great role models around us in life. Some of us are lucky to have those people, some of us may not. And um, we have to wait a little longer for for that particular teacher to emerge um, in our lives. And, and, and like you, you know, my, my parents divorced when I was very young. So I had less of that um, male role model around at certain key points for me. And, you know, I'm really undoing a lot of that right now. And I'm in now 50. Um, it's taken me a long time to get to this place but I'm, I'm glad i have as the as the as the chinese proverb says you know the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago the second best time to plant a tree is today and here we are today getting into some really really um profound areas just when you were talking um about nature there just as, as an example and i know what we will get into because i've you know i've worked with you for a long time there are certain practices that really help a lot of this wisdom land, and not become something that is heard and then disappears, but becomes integrated. And that's what I really I wish is that it integrates with you in your in your day to day life. Um, is there any practice around even getting into nature right now that people listening to this first episode can can start to notice and change things up from the, from the get go? Is there something you can offer around that?
1: yeah, it's a great question. and And, as you were sharing, uh, this journey to integration, if I just give you a a, a taste of some of the maps we can explore mm. and then answer your question. So if you think about integration, the integrated man, integrating all those aspects of myself, which is where true freedom lives, from the inside out. Mm. yeah then the journey to integration, yeah you know, one one way to describe the journey to integration is, The four steps to integration, the first is, and some of your listeners may be experiencing this now, is the concept, the concept of true freedom, Mm -hmm. the concept of the hero's journey, the concept of being a householder. Mm -hmm. Then there's the education. Yeah, education is we start to learn something about that. And again, our intention with this podcast is to give you tools, experiences, examples at an education level, yet the real key is the application. And that's, right. again, this isn't always linear, but the key is the application. And again, to use a sporting analogy, you know, it's if I want to improve your golf game, Rich, you yeah, know, when you come to me and I give you some tips on, you know, how to stop your slice, yeah, you've got to apply, you've got to go hit a bucket of balls every day. Mm. And so for the listeners, the application of these tools, these energetic practices, these distinctions, these relational tools is the key because the next yeah. step after application is integration. Yeah, unconscious right. competence, yeah, where we get to that place. Yeah. And so essentially whatever you're experiencing, they're the four, they're the four steps to get to mastery, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is integration. The 10,000 hours, as, as many of us know. The, the second piece around nature. So the four systems that we're working with in life, yeah, there is our nervous system, there is our mental system, there is our emotional system, and there's our energetic system. And again, integration is about being able to align all four of those. And again, it's not linear. It doesn't matter where you start. Yet nature, yet remember that everything is vibration and frequency. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Tesla, everything is vibration and frequency. Our words, our thoughts, our emotions are just vibrations. It's just frequency. And so nature, the vibration of nature, the megahertz of nature is our natural state. Mm. What's happened is that you think about our nervous system, particularly the listeners that are working in the city, busy at work, getting the tube to work. Yeah, our nervous system is getting impacted just through that interaction. Yeah, we know that a lot lot of people have disconnected from nature just through our built environment, through our work environment. And so nature is one of the fastest ways and key ways to recalibrate all of those systems. And the, We know this intuitively. Many of your listeners would know when we go into the woodlands, when we go for a hike, when we swim in the ocean. Yeah, you know, we feel different. Mm. Yeah, you know? and the beauty is, you know, having worked with several elite athletes, you that experience that we have, and ultimately the experience of flow, you can start to have every day. Yeah, you because know, freedom and flow, yeah, are bed buddies. All right. Yeah. You know? once you yeah once you start to experience freedom you'll start to experience flow once you start to experience flow you start to experience freedom and that's where we're headed that's where we're headed on this journey is how do i maintain this flow state
0: beautiful um, okay and, and and just on that because that's something that um perhaps a concept of people might recognize i think you know when you, i was just in flow when that that uh that meeting i was just in my flow that time on holiday with my my kids which can be a bit stressful it wasn't I was just in my flow then other times we don't have that so it, it feels like and again I'm speaking personally a state that uh, comes and goes but wouldn't it be amazing to have more <laughs> to have more flow yeah. experience and I, I'm I'm pretty sure everyone will be able to recognize when they've had flow and when they have not so this this sense of freedom unlocks flow, flow unlocks freedom. That's that's kind of where we're heading
1: to, is it? Absolutely. Uh, again, you know, the key to flow is presence. Mm, okay. yeah. and, and as you know, the three pillars of the masculine, the three legs of the stool is presence, purpose and passion. And it's passion for life. Yeah. And so. The practices I teach allow us to become more present. You know, connection with self, connection with our essence. Mm. and if you if you get present, if you align those four different systems, the nervous system, uh, the mental, the emotional, and the energetic system, if you remember the experience of flow or talk to people who get to the state of flow, and often musicians, um athletes, um you know people people who are absolutely in that moment they're not thinking everything's done through the presence through the intuition Mm. and and traditional wisdom knew this so these practices that I teach it will allow you to get there and stay there one of the things working with elite athletes is that they can find it in their sport but they don't know how to bring it into the rest of their life right and teaching them these practices, because a lot of people get into flow unconsciously, like, again, if we think of music and athletes, you know, talking to an incredible conductor, you know, who says, I just get into that moment, it's like, there's nothing else but that moment, Yeah, you know, that's presence, embodied yeah. presence. Um, and again, you can cultivate that, you can practice that nature is a great tool to start to recalibrate your energetic system. And then you can bring it in, you can bring it into your marriage, bring it into your parenting, bring it into your leadership beautiful
0: beautiful so this this feels like a really rich area that we've just got into here which i think is the is that the heart of where we're going to go with with the podcast as you say freedom flow presence purpose and passion being the keys to finding that flow and i just i just bring you back to the the question i put to you because i people might be you know how can i how can i get this how can i get this now (laughs) <laughs> you know, we're all in such a rush. Yeah. In our in our lives. Yeah. Um, is is there something that you would if, if someone was like, I just love to get a little bit of right now a bit of a bit of presence, and does that involve nature? And what's my my access to nature might be, you know, might be as you say in the middle of a city. Is is there something that you would say? Just try this.
1: Yeah. The two things I'd say. So if you have the ability to get to nature, yeah, whether it's a local park, whether it's the woodlands, whether it's the beach. Yeah, what I would say is that if you can just get to nature and take your shoes off. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and just find a place where you can sit or stand or even lie. Yeah, and just breathe. Mm. Yeah, and just notice, you know, one of the fundamental practices when I start working with people is our minds, our thinking mind is so busy. And 80,000 thoughts a day, and most of them are negative so we've got this very fast train called our thinking mind now if you want to stop a train that's going fast you don't jump in front of it you slow it down so nature is a great way to just start to slow down our thinking mind again remember our thinking mind the Hindu saying is our thinking mind is a fantastic servant it's a terrible master so what we're wanting to do there's nothing wrong with our thinking mind it's just in overload for a lot of us yeah. mm. so taking your shoes off lying down in nature you'll you'll start to notice yeah and most of us have experienced it through whether it's through holidays through trips away that's something simple you can do and the reason we take our shoes off if you can depending on the climate is um what it does it gives us a direct a more direct experience with the energy of the earth and again there's lots of studies around this i mean you know the the forest bathing now which is a huge um thing i guess uh it, essentially it, i believe is, it's 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 okay, on
0: the yeah. it's it's part of the national health service in japan just to jump in wow. they, they it's actually prescribed yeah. by doctors in japan so they there we go <laughs> get get into yeah, the woodland get exactly. into the forest where you can
1: yeah yeah The other one I'd offer people who getting to nature isn't easy. And again, it's one of the fundamental practices for a lot of um, clients I work with is, if you want to train your mind, start by training your body. Mm. Now, what that means is that if you can develop the practice of sitting still for five or 10 minutes a day, with no devices, with no distractions. And I know for some of you with young children and things, that's not necessarily easy, although most people can find five or 10 minutes where they can just sit. Mm. And the reason that training your body helps train your mind is that because our minds are so fast at going so quickly, when you sit still, your monkey mind, your busy mind is gonna kick and scream, And do everything that it can to distract you we haven't got time for this we need to check our messages what about this what about that yet if you can train your body to sit like training a dog to sit then what occurs is your mind will kick and scream but if you did that for five minutes a day yet for one or two weeks your mind will start to slow down and most of us have enough agency in life to be able to move our body to a chair and sit for five minutes without distraction yeah because sitting cross-legged and looking at the wall and meditating is a big leap for a lot of people yeah and there's i haven't met anybody where meditation comes easy Mm. mindfulness comes easy a lot of people go oh meditation's not for me i tried it and i couldn't stop my mind well that's actually not the point Yeah. Yeah. It's not about stopping the mind, stopping the thinking. It's about being able to notice what's going on. And so really simple practice, Mm. if you can, five minutes a day, just sit with no distraction, start to notice how busy your mind is Mm. and realize that it will slow down. It's like slowing the train down. It will slow down. You've just got to be consistent as consistent as you can.
0: Mm. And what a, and a beautiful invitation to, to listeners to try something which is which you say might be quite new. It might be something that, as you say, uh, the idea of meditation can be, oh, it's just too much. I can't do it. I won't be good at it. I mean, I've, I've been a meditator for sort of six years and certainly that's what was going on in my, in my mind uh, before I, I committed to that, that practice. Um, but if, yeah, just take that time make that commitment to yourself as you say yourself growth find five minutes a day and just and see across maybe from one episode to the next as we release them the difference I think it's all about noticing isn't it the difference of how do I feel um because we have become I feel almost addicted to overthinking we, we we're taught yeah. that think thinking is 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 your best course think about it think about it and as you say all those 80,000 thoughts we're having every day most of them are, are negative ones it's highly distracting it's very hard to find that presence that you talk about the present that that links to flow that links to freedom when we're all in our heads the whole time so i think a lot as we as we progress across the series we will be talking about as you say getting out of our heads and into our bodies uh and 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 feeling more and knowing in intuiting more rather than overthinking. so that's another another promise from us' <laughs> something we're, we're going to try and <laughs> uh, try and offer but yeah you see, you see a lot of that right
1: yeah and there's some great resources out there you know as you were talking so um atomic habits which is a book by James clear mm. that has been um you know very popular in the last 12 months and um I, I highly recommend it to give you the map Again, around habits and habit change. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to develop the habit of just sitting for five minutes a day, and in fact, in that book, he talks about if you want to develop a new habit, yep, and he's got he's got the map, um, he says, you know he uses the example of someone who wanted to lose weight and go to the gym. And what he says is that uh, what I want you to do is I want you to drive the twenty minutes to the gym, but I only want you to stay for five minutes and then come home. And, and the client was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I want to do a workout. And he said, No, just get in the habit of doing it for five minutes. Mm. Yeah, then you can build up. And then over 18 months, this person changed their whole relationship with health. Yet the temptation is we're suddenly going to six o'clock on a Monday morning. We're going to sit cross legged, look at the wall and do an hour's meditation. Yeah. And ten days later, I give it up. Yeah. And so these simple, these simple tools um, you mentioned, you know, Joe Dispenza, obviously, a lot of our listeners know some of his work, he's got some great work out there. The addiction to thinking, you know, Eckhart Tolle talks about that as being the biggest addiction of our time is the addiction to thinking, you know, so there's yeah. some great resources for our listeners as well, yeah. who want to dive into these areas that that we talk about.
0: Yeah. And and as a note, we're, we're going to put into the show notes of each episode when we've talked about something. So for example, um, atomic habits, we'll put in a link to that so people can navigate and find it and as we say the invitation's there if it's useful for you go go and find out more okay so and and how else would we like people to to get involved bodhi in in the show i've talked about you know if curiosity questions come to mind se- send them in what else are we we asking of, of of our listeners
1: yeah well as you say we'd love it to be interactive we want to hear from you what your questions are what your challenges are And, you know, there's the website, which we'll we'll post on there. Obviously, there'll be the the podcast. We'll have opportunity to comment, ask questions. And again, if you think about that journey of concept, education, application to integration, and we're going to talk a lot about commitment and freedom. But just notice where you're at on that journey. Because it's a very big difference between sitting on the fence and committing to something. Mm. And so, a lot of our listeners will be at the point of this is interesting. Yeah, maybe I can learn something. I encourage you to start applying it. Let us know what what happens. How did you go? Those sorts of things. And there will be a point, yeah, which is a point that you reached, Rich, that I've reached, where you commit. Mm-hmm. You commit to the journey to freedom. You commit to your hero's journey, and that's the invitation. our listeners is to share where are you up to? Have you actually committed or are you just still sitting on the fence, you know, just inquiring, having look, and there's no right or wrong, it's just an internal question. And please share with us, you know, and for some people it might be I've got a block to commitment. What does commitment really mean? And again, we can definitely cover that in one of these episodes.
0: Yeah. And on and on that, the 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 thought that came to me just as you were talking about that is
1: when will i know that i'm committed (laughs) yeah yeah um and interesting because every client i've worked with yeah in 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 historically when they reflect they knew the point yeah when they committed to something Mm. and because we work a lot with energy as you know um i'll i will take you perhaps through another in another podcast through the different energetic feelings of commitment and sitting on the fence. Right. Because you will feel it, you'll feel it in your body, you'll feel it in your emotional system. We know the difference. yeah. And we know when we click into that place of commitment, and commitment from the new paradigm, the, the way we're talking, and again, I've recently done a, um, uh, a blog, uh, there's a newsletter that goes out, and I'd encourage any of our listeners, if you'd like to get onto the yeah. website and get onto the to the email list, because I talk about true commitment and true freedom, uh, particularly for, for us men, because there's a real distortion about commitment. Yeah, you know, people think they're losing something, yeah, you know, instead of realizing that it's the absolute gain. And so um, we've covered that in the, in the blog and we've all covered it in, in these episodes as well.
0: Fabulous, so lots coming. I think is the summary of that, uh, I think we've given a nice sense of what we mean by true freedom, some of the elements of it already. Um, and, and hopefully given everyone a sense of how this is going to be as a conversation, you know, I'm going to ask you these questions that are coming up for me, you're going to answer them. People are going to send their questions in as well, hopefully, and we're going to have a lot of fun exploring and, and providing this sort of map and tools to your to your journey, which, as I said, I I've, I've found extremely useful over the last few years and I'm sure listeners will too. Um i mean that that sort of last sort of reminder as as you said, lots of ways to get involved. There's the website, there's the newsletter that I'd highly recommend that you sign up for because Bodie's sending out lots of great stuff uh, on that. And again, when you've heard this episode and you've liked what you're hearing, please get on Apple Podcasts and rate it. Write a short review, it doesn't take long, it really helps us uh get to more people and share it. You know, uh, share it with someone in your life who, you know, could uh, could do with some true freedom. So, Bodhi, thank you for coming on uh, and giving us that sense of of where we're going to go, providing the map, if you like, to the the uh, the journey we're going to take with the True Freedom podcast and uh, looking forward to our forthcoming episodes.
1: Yeah, beautiful. And a final reminder to our listeners. Yeah, is that this is an inside out job. Yeah, and life is the workshop. Mm. So when you stop listening to this, notice how you meet your external world, whether it's your beloved, whether it's your career, yeah, because that's where we're going. It's giving us the feedback loop, Mm. yeah. And when, hopefully, your listeners start to meet the external world from a sense of freedom, a sense of flow, a sense of presence, a sense of purpose, Yeah, then everything changes.
0: Beautiful. Thank you, Bodhi.
1: Thank you, Rich.